Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. So I had an athlete make a comment about an endurance ride that I think is very interesting and applicable. I know other athletes have asked similar questions about this. So this athlete was talking about it was a four hour ride did just under four hours because it was getting dark and said the legs were a little tired from all the training. He had done a bunch of strength work that week and noticed that the Watts were about 20 less than what the effort felt like. And then made the comment about there were a couple of root mix ups where he had to stop. He'd hit a few stoplights. The average Watts were dropping more. And then he said this perfect line, I'm trying to stress less about the average watts dropping and being a perfectionist with training. I'm really happy with my training this week, and I'm looking forward to the day off tomorrow. And this guy was actually a recent podcast, so sorry to use you again, but it's just sometimes he drops some gems that need to be shared. I I honestly could not tell you the average watts that most athletes put out on an endurance ride. I don't even look at my own average watts that often from a post-ride ride. What I do is, or I should say post-ride like uh, analysis. I'm going to look at the ride in WKO, but what I'm going to look at is I'm going to open up the power review pack and the zones are color-coordinated And so I'm going to just make sure first that there's not a ton of hard surges over FTP. Then I'm going to look at an endurance ride to be mostly in the green and blue zone. Then just to verify that, I'm going to look at the percentages of time spent in each zone on a six zone model. So recovery, endurance, tempo, threshold, VO2 max, and anaerobic capacity. I want to see less than 1% for sure in VO2 max and AC. I want to see a very, very small number in threshold, maybe four or five. And then the majority in endurance. And even if there's like 30% tempo, I don't. it's not always sustained tempo, but you're trying to ride towards the higher end. And you know, every time it blips over your 75%, it's going to tick over into the tempo zone. So I don't think that's a big problem. I do want to make sure that it's not a ton of tempo and every, you know, you you get a rider that's just getting in that groove. They're getting stronger. Maybe they're getting to that point where we're pushing the, about to push the FTP up. So really what's showing up as tempo is really maybe more endurance. You got to keep an eye on that, but you just don't want to be cranking out 
tempo all the time. It's eventually going to catch up with you. The other thing is this guy's ride only had 6% active recovery for a three-hour and 40-minute ride. That's incredible. And here he is at the end almost being hard on himself that he didn't nail it. This is a massive home run. And I think we all need to deploy a little patience or gratitude to ourselves with our workouts. It's great to be a stickler. It's great, I believe, to be hard on yourself. It's going to push you and motivate you. But what I see happen sometimes is Joey Pants is going to be crushing, 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 and then has a day or two that's not so crushing. And all of a sudden, he thinks that he sucks at cycling or he's doing really bad or he hasn't improved enough or he's not as good as Betsy or blah, 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 blah. But when you zoom out and look, it's like, hey, you just made all of this improvement and now you have a bad day. You know, give yourself a little bit of slack there. I fail workouts. It's, you know, that's part of the process. I just have to always remind and I'm not here to say, hey. I don't feel bad when I don't do well at a workout. I don't like those rides. I don't think anybody does. Nobody wants to go out and ride and not crush it. That's part of what we love about this sport is it's Tuesday. <laughs> the normies who don't ride don't don't get to have this like endorphin high mega win. You crush your workout. feels really good. It adds another W to your day. Like you're just super pumped about it. When you go out and you feel weak or whatever, and maybe it's a little puzzling and you can't exactly put your finger on it, it's a bummer, no doubt. I'm not saying that it's not, but you need to take a step back and say, okay, am I tired? Have I been training too much? Uh, Is this maybe the first workout in this cycle where my body's just getting shocked into doing some VO2 max work or whatever it might be, right? There's a million reasons why you could have a bad day. Don't be so hard on yourself. Look at the big picture, and there's actually a paragraph that I just posted on Instagram from Gary V's book where he's talking about not letting your single day sort of report card of yourself screw with yourself. And he talks about how patience is the ingredient that helps to balance your ambition. So focus on your journey over the course of, he says, a year, five years, 10 years. But when we're talking about cycling, look at the month. Look at the block of training. Look at the past, you know, what are you getting ready for? You know, do you feel like you're getting faster for the things that matter for your races as best that you can? And don't forget, training is trying to change your physiology. It doesn't always happen. We all want to be the best at every aspect of cycling, but you know, it's just not possible. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that he had left off in that paragraph that I had posted the other night. A couple people have responded, they were like, dang, that was really good. Just deploy some patience on yourself, some gratitude that we're riding, that we're able to train, that well, I won't go off the deep end with you on this one, but it takes time to get where you're going. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, but it's not. And cycling's super, super hard. So with that, I wish you the best of luck with your training this week, and we'll talk to you later. See ya.